0: Get 50% off your first box of fresh, healthy food at thefarmersdog.com slash happier. That's 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash happier.
1: Hello, and welcome to More Happier, a podcast where we get more happier. It's every other Saturday. It's some weekend listening. It's a looser vibe. Hey, Elizabeth. Hi, Gretch. So, today we are going to talk about a surprisingly controversial question. It is perhaps as controversial as the question of whether there is a proper way to load the dishwasher. (laughs) And we are also going to talk about some reading and watching recommendations if you're in a lovey dovey mood. But First, Elizabeth, what is something making us more happier? What's making you more happier?
0: Well, Gretchen, I'm kind of surprised to say this because traditionally I am not a football fan. I don't really care (laughs) about football, but I am so happy that the Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl. I have been brought into the Chiefs' kingdom, as they say, Uh through Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. I talked about my love of this couple, Uh and uh, now I'm a football fan like so many others. Yes.
1: Well, for Christmas, we got our Chiefs' socks. Every member of our family got a pair of Chiefs' socks, you know, to show our support. And yes, it's very exciting. Yeah, Alyssa, also, I'm not the most ardent of football fans, but it is really nice. Um, We love our hometown, and so it's really exciting that this is going on.
0: Yes, I actually asked Adam when was the game, the last game, and I watched the whole game. And then I realized even being from Kansas City, have never really been a part of. Yeah. And it's fun now to be a part of it. Yeah. So now I need to get into the royals. That's the next. All right. There you go. We need a great romance on the royals.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Okay. You'll have to figure out who that would be. You can manifest that.
0: (laughs) How about you? What is making you more happier? Okay. So,
1: you know, I love a quiz, I love creating quizzes, and I have my new Habits for Happiness quiz. And it is so fascinating to hear what people are saying, what answers they're getting what they're doing with their answers, how they feel, whether their answers hit the nail on the head for them. Because I was just so excited to dive deeper into this. I'm actually doing a workshop on Leap Day. And Elizabeth, you know, I love a Leap Day. I always want to have something kind of unusual on a Leap Day. And this yes. year I have to say I didn't have anything planned. But I thought, okay, this workshop is going to be super fun. Somehow feels auspicious to do something on Leap Day. So I'm going to do this workshop online to help people create the plan for whatever their next new habit is that they're working on. Because sometimes you're like, I want to do this, but how exactly do I go about it? And also just for anybody who's trying to do resolutions for 2024, Determination Day is February 28th because by that day, most people have abandoned their New Year's resolutions. So I decided it's not Quitter's Day. It's not Discouragement Day. It's Mm -hmm. Determination Day on February 28th. And so if you want to re-engage, reflect – pivot, as I say, you can celebrate Determination Day by going to this workshop. We'll have lots of ideas and resources about how to move forward and how to stick to the habit. So that is at happiercast.com slash workshop if people are intrigued.
0: My new habit was to think more about investing and saving. What was yours? Did you take your own quiz?
1: Yes, I did. And it was develop a passion by working on a new interest or skill, which was exactly ah. right for me. I was like, that is so un- kind of almost uncanny because I well, I guess it's not uncanny at all because I had been thinking, wow, I really want something new in my life. I want mm-hmm. a new... You know how I go through my periods where I'm really, like, I'll just become incredibly intensely interested in something? Yes. And that's always so exciting and energizing. And now it's watercolor. And I feel like I'm on the brink of this whole new thing. And there's all these these skills and these approaches and classes and tools. It's super fun. But as always, it's fun to be thinking about it, but you've actually got to do it. And so that's what I need to worry about is making sure that I make time for it. Because it kind of feels like goofing off. And so part of what was good for me about getting this result is like, clearly, it's not just goofing off. This is something that is really going to move the needle on my happiness. So oh, good. Yeah. So, you know, I love talking about this stuff. So I, I, I can't wait <laughs> for the workshop.
0: <laughs> All right, Gretch. Coming up, there is something you've been meaning to ask me. But first is break. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash Gretchen. That's linkedin.com slash Gretchen to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply.
1: Okay, Alyssa, I've been meaning to ask you, because I honestly don't know where you fall in this great divide. One way you can get people all talking excitedly and with great passion is by talking about how to load and unload a dishwasher we know that that is just so much going on there here's the question barefoot or shoes and this this is merely interesting i don't think it reveals any great truths about you <laughs> or human nature or happiness or anything But people are passionate. I am very passionate, but I couldn't remember, are you a shoe person or a barefoot person?
0: Well, we're talking about in the house. In the house, yeah. No, no,
1: yeah. Outside, yes. Well, no, some people go barefoot outside the house, but no, we're talking about inside the house. Yeah.
0: I am a barefoot. Well, I'm a socks. I mean, I always have on socks. Okay. But I never have on shoes in the house.
1: Would you wear slippers?
0: Yes. Well, you know what I was thinking about? This is a question that is also, I think, closely correlated with robe or not a robe person.
1: Interesting. Okay, we need big data for this. Are they correlated? (laughs) Okay, yeah.
0: I am a big robe person. Uh I'm a big slipper person, and I like to wear socks. I do not like to wear shoes in the house. Uh To me, it's uncomfortable. It feels like if I'm wearing shoes, I should be getting ready to leave. Uh, Interesting. Adam, my husband, always wears shoes in the house. I mean, he wakes up in the morning and puts on his shoes first thing. That's what I do. I never see him without shoes unless he's like maybe... Laying down on the couch and taking a nap. And how does that correlate with the robe element of it all? He does not wear a robe very often. So that goes with the no robe. To me, people who wear shoes are not robe people because they probably get dressed right away. So, Gretchen, what about you? I'm a shoe wearer. I wear
1: shoes. Nobody else in my family wears shoes. And of course, in having this conversation, I know everybody's thinking, oh, it's so dirty to wear shoes in the house. You should take off your shoes because you just track dirt in the house. You live in, my family tells me this, that we live in New York City. It's so dirty. And I'm like, it's fine. I am not distressed by that. I really, really, really want to wear shoes. I wear shoes morning, noon, and night. If I'm like in my pajamas getting ready for bed and I have to walk around, I will put on slippers that are basically like shoes. Mm. They're very shoe-like. I want to be wearing shoes at all times. It's interesting because I thought, well, maybe it's related to the weather. Maybe people do it if they're in a warmer place. But then I was talking to a friend of mine who lives in Denver where it's freezing and she goes barefoot. I'm like, well, aren't your feet cold? And she's like, oh, my feet are freezing all the time. But just so be it, because she just— Right. I don't—but here's the other thing. Okay, Elizabeth, you know how we were asking ourselves that question? Like, what's the least you thing you do? Like, what's the least Elizabeth thing you do? Yeah. What's the least Gretchen thing I do? I would say one of the least mom things about our mother is that she prefers to be barefoot. Because she, to me— Doesn't seem like a barefoot person. But maybe that's just because I'm like... because she
0: always wears a nice outfit. She always wears a nice outfit.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
0: I think you probably think, well, she's sort of dressed up. She should be wearing shoes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But she'll wear a nice outfit with slippers or socks.
1: Yeah. I just feel like shoes are so much more comfortable than bare feet. I mean, it just... This is so much more comfortable.
0: No, I totally disagree. I think bare feet are way more comfortable. Although, again, caveat, when I say bare feet, I'm talking socks. I don't like to have totally bare feet. I like socks. Well... When
1: I'm wearing running shoes, like that's what I'm wearing is really comfortable yeah. running shoes. Okay.
0: But same, and I still don't find it to be as comfortable. I mean, the first thing I do, the second I can is take off my shoes. That's just so
1: interesting to me. I just don't get that.
0: And of course, there are people who, as you mentioned, who are absolutely adamant that everyone that comes into their house takes off their shoes. And of course, in some cultures, people actually keep slippers yep. by the door. Oh, yeah. Well, so and that it, yes. you can put on slippers. Yes, in the house. Some people yes. are listening
1: to this and they're just utterly baffled that this is even yes. a subject of conversation yes. because they're like, what yeah. kind of folks are these? I yeah. know. I, I definitely do feel now as a shoe wearer is people do look at you askance.
0: Can I tell you another question that I think goes with this? Hmm. Is there people who don't mind wearing a coat inside if they're cold and those who would never wear a coat inside? To me, if I'm cold, I am not going to put on a coat. Yeah. I'm going to get a blanket. Mm-hmm. I'm going to yes. maybe put on another sweatshirt. I do not want to wear a coat inside. But Adam will wear a puffy jacket inside all day long. And he doesn't bother him at home. I've
1: noticed that. Right. Or like at a restaurant, they'd put it on. And I'm like, what? Are you leaving? Yeah. Okay, here's the thing. I would not wear a coat. But I do have my Uniqlo vest that I wear constantly. I will wear a hat. And my husband, Jamie, thinks that wearing a hat inside the house is like wearing a coat. He mocks me relentlessly when I put on a hat. But I'm just like, I'm really cold. And it's a really good way to conserve heat. Yeah. And I also have a lot of long sweaters. My mother-in-law has given me a couple of these. And so they look like indoor outfits, but they do add another layer. Yeah. I'm not always looking the most fashionable when I'm walking around my apartment in the winter, I have to say. It's... Could be considered somewhat comical.
0: Anyway, it is funny how people have a definite opinion. You're not going to find anybody who has no opinion on whether or not they want to wear shoes in the house.
1: Yes, yes. Though I I feel like I'm on the smaller side for so many reasons of that. But I will say i I got to wear my shoes in the house. That's it. Yeah. Okay, spotlight on a tool. Okay, Valentine's Day is coming up. So here's some things Valentine's related that... Elizabeth, for people who are looking for something to read or maybe a movie to watch, let's talk about what some of our favorites are for the Valentine's yes. Day area.
0: Yes. So one, if you're this is maybe if you're feeling more the opposite of Valentine's Day, yeah. which would be Nora Ephron's Heart. Oh my gosh. Yes. Great book. Yes. It's about her getting a divorce. Yes.
1: It's a hilarious look at divorce, which yes. you would think, how does somebody pull that off? If anybody can do it, it's Nora Ephron, and she did. It's so good. Yes, and it also
0: includes recipes. Yes.
1: It's very short. To me, it's such a great book because it's light, yet it also feels extremely well done. It's not just junk food novel, and yet it's just light and so funny and amusing. And then another book, if you want something that's longer, more dense, kind of more challenging, you know, you got to say, it's Pride and Prejudice by Jane Austen. I mean, how many times have you read it, Elizabeth? I think I've read it at least yes. four, maybe more. How about you?
0: Yeah, I don't reread oh, books yeah, you, that much, yeah. but I've probably reread it twice at least. And then I've read so many books that are, of course, takeoffs yes. Pride <laughs> Yeah, Pride and Prejudice. How many Pride and Prejudice takeoffs yeah, like, have I read? That probably surprised me. That
1: whole genre, I've been astonished by that.
0: And then both of these are great books, but they're also great movies.
1: yes. Well, Nora Ephron's Heartburn was made into movies starring Meryl Streep and Jack Nicholson. It's terrific, hilarious, so good. That's a great movie to watch.
0: And then there are a lot of Pride and Prejudice movies. We think that there is broad agreement that the absolute best Pride and Prejudice movie is a 1995 BBC miniseries, uh-huh. which is starring Colin Firth and Jennifer Ely. And we looked up and it is available on Hulu highly recommend this would be a great valentine's day binge if you've never seen it
1: yeah these are books about marriage and romance the positive side of marriage and romance the negative side of marriage and romance valentine's day i think is now also becoming a holiday where people really think about all kinds of deep bonds in their life and friendship so, if you're in the mood to read a great book about friendship, a book that you and I both love is Anne Patchett's Truth and Beauty, which is a beautiful memoir, are all about friendship.
0: Yes. When we talked to Anne Patchett, remember yes. for a book club episode, episode 283, Love Anne Patchett.
1: And another great memoir about friendship is Just Kids, a memoir by Patti Smith, all about her friendship with Robert Mapplethorpe. And that is such an evocation of New York City and being a young adult yes. and, and art and friendship. And she's that's a that's such a, a page great, turner. Such too. a page turner. Yeah, Pride and Prejudice is is long and that's a more challenging read just because it's an older book. All the other ones I think are you could sit down and just just read for hours and hours and hours. They're very accessible as well as being yeah. extremely good. Coming up, Elizabeth, there is something where I want to ask you. How's that going for you? But first, this break.
0: Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash Gretchen for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's q-u-i-n-c-e.com slash Gretchen to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash Gretchen. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Gretchen, when I started my career, therapy really helped me work through all of my stresses so that I was able to concentrate at work and do a good job.
1: dot com slash Gretchen Rubin. Homes.com knows that when it comes to home shopping, it's never just about the house or condo. It's about the home. And what makes a home is more than just the house or property. It's the location and neighborhood.
0: homes.com. We've done your homework.
1: Okay, Elizabeth, Determination Day is coming up on February 28th. It's a day I think that we should all use to reflect on our resolutions because most people have abandoned their resolutions by February 28th. So it's good to like stop, take a deep breath. What's working? What's not working? If something's not working, can you set it up a different way? And I was thinking about you and Determination Day because You've had a tough start to the year. And I I just wonder if you feel like you sort of got off to the wrong foot.
0: Oh my God. So much. Yeah. So much. I had, right after Christmas, I got COVID. Yeah. Then I got a cold. Then I got the flu
1: question, yeah. so,
0: and I have just been knocked out. I, my strength is so down. It's funny,
1: though, because there was a period where a couple of days ago, by I'm, I'm like, how are you feeling? And I'd be like, today I'm feeling much better. And then it was like a couple of days later, it's like, oh, no, 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 I'm feeling worse. different but worse. And then a couple days, yes. I mean, it was just you were in this cycle of kind of almost recovering and then getting sick again in a different yes. way.
0: Yes. So now I'm just feel so depleted and I feel completely off all of my resolutions, my intentions, my aims, my attitudes. So I like really need to take this determination day seriously and completely restart everything. Well, it's funny because I
1: think we, especially questioners say, oh, January 1st is an arbitrary date. And I mean, obviously all of us can acknowledge that. The best time to do a happiness project is 20 years ago. The second best time is now. There's no magic to January 1st. And if it's not a good time, then there it is. But it does, there is something I think about the calendar year where you start feeling like, oh, I'm behind. Yeah. Or I can't catch up. Or I've ruined my chances, so I should just give up altogether. When, in fact, it's just like, no, 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 no. Maybe that didn't go the way you wanted, but it, but you can just, just start again. And so I think it's really valuable. to, And you you and Sarah did this on Happier in Hollywood because you both got sick. You sort of said, okay, let's start on January 16th. And I was like, oh,
0: so excited for you guys because I thought that was so (laughs) clever. But then it was like, then you got sick again. Yes. Then I got the flu. I mean, it has just been rough. Hopefully now I'm good for the rest of the year and I won't get anything. Yeah. But yes, I am one of these people that needs to, anyone can join me in just sort of restarting again. Well, this is one of the
1: reasons for the AIMS workshop because I was like, well, this is something where again it feels like it's a new start. It's like okay, I'll do this, I'll think and now I have a new plan and like march 4th is coming up where we can all march forth. But again, there is some feeling research shows that People do tend to start again with the beginning of the month. So these calendar dates are arbitrary and yet they do influence us. And so I think it's good to think okay, February 28th is determination day. What do I need to do? If you want to do the workshop, that's a way to focus in on it if you need sort of like a discussion. And then March 1st, if you want like a starting day, that feels like okay start again.
0: Well, and that's good for me, Grudge, because part of my whole thing is exercise, but I really am so weakened from these yeah. illnesses. I, I can't start right now. It is I discouraging. Build up. It is so discouraging. it's good, though, that March 1st is a little ways away yeah. because I'm not ready to go full steam right now. So I will let you know. Ask me how that is mid-March, and I'll let you know.
1: Well, and it's interesting because I think sometimes people imagine that if they're really hard on themselves and they are really tough when they slip up, that they will somehow do a better job of engaging or sticking to their habits. But what research shows is that, in fact, people do a better job of sort of getting back on the horse, re-engaging when uh, when they're more compassionate to themselves. And so Mm. I do think it's good that you're like, well, this is rough. This is discouraging. But it's like, this is the way that it is. How do I deal with it? And maybe even people where being sick is maybe kind of objective, but maybe there's things where like you got distracted or things just didn't go the way you planned. And it's being compassionate to yourself. Treat yourself like a toddler. Treat yourself like a teenager. Mm-hmm. Treat yourself like a, like your best friend. Like Treat yourself like a friend. Because by being more compassionate with ourselves, we often do a better job of staying engaged with a habit where is, if we're really tough with ourselves, we're more likely to just step away altogether. And so if you want to... Be persistent. Show compassion. It's one of these tensions where on the one hand, you really, really, really Mm -hmm. want to try to do it. And on the other hand, you have to say to yourself, look, it's no big deal if I slip up. What we do most days matters more than we do once in a while. Don't let the perfect be the enemy of the good. Don't get a perfect at a starting.
0: I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going (laughs) to say what we do every day matters. And It's true. It is true. It's true. All right, Gretchen, what is our quotation this week? This comes
1: from W.H. Auden's essay, Reading. He writes, Between the ages of 20 and 40, we are engaged in the process of discovering who we are, which involves learning the difference between accidental limitations, which it is our duty to outgrow, and the necessary limitations of our nature, beyond which we cannot trespass with impunity. Ah. So Elizabeth, are you feeling more happier?
0: Yes, I am feeling more happier. Thank you to Chuck. Get in touch, Gretchen's on Threads and TikTok and Instagram and Facebook at Gretchen Rubin. and I'm on Instagram and threads at Lizcraft. Our email address is podcast at And for everything related to this episode, links, photos, and more, go to happiercast.com. Bye Gretch. Hi, Elizabeth, the best
1: time to start a happiness project is 20 years ago. The second best time, maybe, is February 28th or 29th.
0: Gretchen, the funny thing is because of frugal February, Mm. I am not getting the Chiefs merch that Uh, I would otherwise get. Okay,
1: so you have to keep a list. Both of us have to keep a list of everything that we are not buying because that's how we will understand the pattern. So
0: that's a really good thing. For me, it's the Karma 87 sweatshirt that I very much, which may not mean anything to you. It does not mean anything to me. But it, it will to the Taylor Swift fans. Okay,
1: okay so that is just something that you're—you're you're leaving it on the I, sideline.
0: I'm leaving it on the sideline. Good.
1: Okay. From the Onward Project.